0: Welcome to the Chuck and Deb Show, heard each Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. here on 1490 AM WWPR. And now, here's Chuck and Deb.
1: Hi, I'm Chuck and Deb and And welcome welcome to the the Chuck Chuck and Deb Deb Show. Show. We are so grateful and thankful that you have joined us today
2: so the chuck and deb show is all about the truth behind the motorcycle mystique and the inspiring real life stories that will help you discover your purpose find true freedom and define your destiny destiny. so with the pre-ride safety briefing behind us it's time for kickstands up and let the good times
1: roll let them roll let's get it rolling here so i guess you've got a special show All lined up for us today, huh, Deb? I do, but before I do get the show
2: kind of underway, I want to make sure that we acknowledge our sponsor for today.
1: Yeah, that's very important, by the way.
2: Extremely important. Because we're
1: truly grateful and thankful not only for our listeners, but But for our sponsors, sponsors. Because the sponsors allow us to get our message out, or the message out, to the viewers.
2: Absolutely right. So thank you, sponsors. And listeners, yes. So today's show is brought to you by Tony and Guy Hairdressing Academy, Colorado Springs, Colorado, and Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. So can you imagine that far away from here? But if you are looking for a cutting edge education and instruction from the industry leading methodology in both cut and color, then you want to be sure to contact them right now to seek enrollment into this highly sought after career. So be sure and visit the chuckanddebshow.com website as well and then visit our sponsor page to get more information about Tony and Guy Hairdressing Academy, Colorado Springs, and Coeur d'Alene, Idaho.
1: There you have it. And we appreciate those sponsors as always. We are continually looking for new sponsors. So if you happen to be a sponsor, you like our show, you want to be in here, we can help you out.
2: Be sure and reach us at 941 216 rock or 7625. You can also reach out to us via our website at thecheckanddebshow.com. So please reach out. If you do have uh, an interest in sponsoring us, we would be more than willing and want to talk to
1: you more about that. If you want want us to check out some of your products or even want to interview with us, uh, we'll be happy to discuss that as well.
2: Absolutely. So I think one of the things that I, has been fascinating, um, many of our listeners from last week may realize that we spent uh, the weekend up in Claremont. And one thing that was just very resounding to me with everyone we talk to is that riders have stories. Now, it may take a little while to get to the, the nut of the story, the bottom of it all. But as you build relationships and really start to talk to those in the motorcycling community, Um, And surrounding motorcyclists, you know, we all kind of have a story of not only how we got to the riding, the point of being a rider, um, but also most of us have a story of things, trips we've done. Um, fascinating events that we've attended and or things that have kind of gotten our way along the way. So, you know, that's one thing that I know that the Chuck and Deb show, it's really important to us that we share those real life stories that help inspire you not only as a rider, but in your personal life, because what we have found is that the majority of what happens on a motorcycle also happens in real life and we can certainly relate that to today and every day in our real life world
1: there are definitely some similarities uh, and and it just it doesn't mean just bikers everyone has a story and a lot of times there there are people out there who have great stories that need to be heard because they inspire us all right Mm -hmm. and uh and that's what the show is about and as we move forward here we're going to be bringing you some of those stories. As a matter of fact, this last weekend, we had the opportunity to meet some people that we're going to be able to interview here for you that I think you're going to find quite interesting. And uh, so we've got that lined up. It's coming your way. We've got some big things lined up down the road. We've got to tell you that, you know, it's just really, really, we've been just really busy, especially we when we went out uh, to Claremont. Uh, basically, we went out for the Leesburg Bike Fest at Stormy hills harley harley davidson, davidson. yep and uh, it was it was it was a very nice event and we appreciated being there and met a, met a lot of great people
2: they were wonderful as a host um facility and uh, and location and you know i just want to give again kudos to stephanie the event coordinator there but she just did an amazing job of making us feel very welcome she really was very sensitive to what we do as far as talking with bikers and motorcyclists and so we really you know she took that to heart and really wanted to make sure that we were in the perfect place that we could have those conversations but yet feel the energy and uh all of what was going on at the event with the motorcycles rolling up and hearing the rolling thunder, so to speak. Um, and so it was pretty fascinating, but you know, we met a lot of the vendors there too. And what was interesting is I would say that probably the majority of them, if not all of them were riders themselves. And so as we got to become friends with them, Um, found very fascinating stories just in the little bit that we got to talk to them there. So as Chuck mentioned, we do have some really exciting uh, interviews coming up and some conversations that we will definitely get out to you in the weeks to come um, with some great people that have got great writing stories and that are just fascinating. And uh, we just are excited to kind of take you on that journey with us as we kind of unfold those stories for you to help inspire you in your journey and through this life.
1: You know, it's just going on the journey itself. It's all about the journey. So, you know, a lot of times bikers talk about how it's all about the ride. Well, the ride is the journey. The journey is the ride. And of course, you know, you've got a destination in mind uh, when you get there. And a lot of times, some of these groups, their destinations, uh, some place to eat or some place to drink or some place to have fun. But uh, ultimately, there's a destination And so that's what we're about. We're about moving toward that destination as well. You have a destination, okay? Whether you know it or not, by either deciding to do something or deciding not to do something, you are heading uh, in a direction, in a journey, and you're going to, uh, you're moving along down the road uh, of your path, and you'll get to, you know, maybe you're to destiny if that makes sense. Because I do have a hard time making sense of my own logic sometimes
2: (laughs) so you know i don't think that i have ever been on a ride where there wasn't an end goal or a destination to get to um and as we i think about that you know chuck have you ever just kind of gotten on the motorcycle in your past and just ridden and not necessarily had a destination i have so tell us a little bit about that experience because for me it would be very exciting um, almost uh, well, a little nervous well, and What are you scary? talking about? We
1: do it all the time. We'll go out on the back roads over here. We have no destination. We just go for a ride. What do you mean?
2: I mean, I I would, mean, I would love to get on the motorcycle and say, you know, I've got five days. I'm just going to pack what I pack and just kind of do what I do and hit the road what, and see are what Are you sort of maybe comes... talking about what
1: one uh, three was talking about the other day, the ride to nowhere, where they just get on yes. and they just ride. I thought that was they, super, um, super yeah, they, they me, just that concept yeah, and idea. So that's a really, really cool yeah. idea, just to be able to get out, go on the bike, really have no destination. And it's all right not to have a destination right when you're riding because it's about the journey again. It's about the ride. It's about the experiences. It's about the people uh, that you're with, the people that you meet on the journey. All of that is life. If it's, a, it's a life experience. Even, even if you don't ride, you're, you're moving through those life experiences uh, hopefully anyway. So have you had the opportunity to do that? Just because I haven't. And when
2: he was kind of describing some of the, the trips they've te- taken in the past as a group, you know, a group of gentlemen, you know, his, his well, male friends. I,
1: I have. It it hasn't been quite like that. Um, I did take a bike ride many years ago when I was first starting to ride uh, <laughs> my 81 Kawasaki. And I my destination was actually um, Sedona. Arizona. Okay. I did make it to my destination. However, uh, it rained (laughs) uh, the majority of the time, or at least while I was there, the day or two. And so I spent, uh, you know, I enjoyed it. I, I napped a lot. I journaled a lot. I was in my tent. But then I got a little bit antsy and I knew that right down the road was Phoenix, Arizona. And I knew that I knew some friends there. So, you know, that wasn't like an unknown ride or anything like that. But part of the journey, even through, you know, to get to Sedona, there was a lot of unknowns that take place and things that happen. But, uh, you know, I haven't necessarily just been on a ride, and it would be interesting to do that just with no destination. No, I've never done that. Okay. Never, never really done that to where I just got on. and I, I sort of, in a way, uh, almost have a hard time envisioning that because you've got you've to have something in mind. Uh, you, you're just not going to get on the bike. You gotta, When you get on a bike, you're going to have some kind of plan. And to just get, I mean, you don't have to, I guess you could just get on and just ride. And then where you end up that night is where you end up. And maybe KJ, uh, our friend, you know, I got a feeling that maybe he's done something like that too as well. Well, maybe um, we'll
2: have to get him on the the horn and and, ask him kind of those questions. And maybe
1: some of our viewers, if you're listening now, whether this be after the show or during the show, uh, you want to go out to our Facebook page and tell us one of your stories about how you went on a ride to nowhere, then go ahead and let us know. We'd love to hear it. Uh, you've got the Facebook page. It's the Chuck In A Deb Show. And that's on Facebook. You can find us there. And that'd be one good way to let everybody know uh, all about it, how you've done it, where you went, how it ended up.
2: And why that was so interesting to me as 1-3 was talking about that is because um, you know, we haven't done that when we ride. It's always about, so where are we going to go? What are we going to do? How are we going to get there? And, and kind of the whole preparation mindset. So, you know, that's what it was so interesting for me is so now what next? Um, you know, how are we going to really do that? And so it's just, it's something that I've always kind of been intrigued with since I've started to ride and, you know, really formulating that, whether you're camping or if, you know, you're staying at hotels and I've just started, I've been reading this book of this, um, writer that journaled and, you know, he journaled every single day of his ride, but he had a destination. So it was, you know, across country from New York to California. I've got to believe
1: that in some way you have some type of destination. I mean, you've got, to ha- you, you've got to know the direction you're going in. Sure. Which is a destination and not ne- a necessary end destination.
2: Right. But
1: it's a plan. It's a beginning point and you've got to go somewhere. I mean, you've got to know where when you get on your bike where you're going. All right. you know you're going south to what? Right. You're, you're going north to what? You're going to eat. I mean, come on. You're not just going to get on the bike and just. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I, I imagine you can. Maybe even I'm thinking of Preston right now. Maybe, yes, maybe Preston has that's... because because Preston. I know Preston. Uh, he's on the. He's in the hog chapter. He'll go do turning burns. Right. And there's a prime example. And all he'll do is just go up there and he'll, sometimes he'll do it and check out the, you know, the, before the, before he actually leads the ride, that kind of thing. Right. And so in a way, it's still, it's a destination though. It's still a destination.
2: Yeah, I agree. It's totally, it's, you're preparing for something you're preparing to do for others. And, um, and so, yeah, so that the idea and the concept, like I said, is just really intriguing to me because we've never done it. I've never done it. I just don't know, you know, if, if I could just say lock up shop and jump on the motorcycle and where would you go? What would you do? How would you make it all happen? Uh, you know, I don't know. That's just that's just an interesting. And, and thing I'm not to think sure about. if
1: one uh, three of the Rocking Road Show uh, was was saying that. I think I know that they called it that, a ride to nowhere. Right. But I'll bet you, in a way, they do have some type of plans planned out. Now, one three, if you're listening, let <laughs> us know, okay? Because now we're curious. I mean, Deb started this whole thing. We hadn't talked about it since we talked up there in Claremont, which we really appreciate you guys stopping by. Definitely. Uh, but uh, you know, yeah. Um, maybe there's just got to be a little bit more detail because I really find it hard to believe that anybody could do it. I, you've got to, you've got to have an initial destination. And the first night, I mean, come on.
2: And then depending I mean, upon the time I of mean, the year, on. you never know what you might run into. So you may get to a town just dead beat tired, and there's no hotels available if you're doing that, or you know, trying to find a campground or I mean, campsite. You, you,
1: you've got to have something, something. that you're, yeah. gonna, you're, whether you want to see or do, even if it's just to travel around the state of Florida, it's still a destination. Right, that's true. If it's true, just yeah. to go to one place for another, you're still a, sort of a destination Florida as a whole, maybe. Right. I don't know. Yeah, it's an it's interesting concept. Inter- interesting, I don't know why yeah. you're playing with my mind like this and having to bring this up.
2: I don't know because I guess I'm because I'm because I'm reading that book and that story. And so, you know, just knowing him, I, well, I he don't had know a destination. So he, he did. But I don't know how much he mapped out as far as mileage per day and,
1: you know, stops and locations. There no, were a that, couple of hotels. That's a little hotels. bit different. Now, when you go on a cross country ride, yeah. you just ride, but you still have a destination.
2: Right. Correct. At the I end. Mean, of, when right? I traveled
1: down from from Colorado Springs down to Phoenix, that was my first really. Well, I think it was either that or Iowa was. Long distance ride. Okay. So there's a lot of things in between that you don't plan for. You get lost. Sure. Different things come up. Your bike breaks down. You know, you you can't you get to a hotel and there's no room, so you sleep outside in a sleeping bag. Right. Uh, you know, different things. So the the destination changes. You, you might go a different, different way of getting there. Right.
2: Yeah, the path and the journey to get there could be very different. But, you know, you're going to end up where you're going to end up. So, yeah, I could see that, too. That's, you know, it's just, it's all because... I've never done that. I guess that's why it's just so when I think about it and really kind of try and wrap my mind around how exciting or how adventurous or scary and nervous that might make you in some ways, I, I just think about the freedom. You know, we talk about riding being true freedom. And for me, I'm like, that would be true freedom. No place to be. No, if I'm tired, okay, I pull over and I rest. Well, or that's the
1: ultimate. I mean, that's what uh, right. That's what we'd like to do at some point. Find just hit the road, freedom. just go, and wherever the road takes us. Yep. But we still have a place that we're going to. There's still some destination at in the mind. End. Yeah. I really believe that, you know, in between we have different places maybe. Sure. You know, I, that, that veer off. You, uh, you just change as you go. It's always what we always talk about
2: adaptable
1: course corrections
2: yeah of course corrections so we absolutely. go off course
1: we go we're all we're allowed to go off course that's right especially in that environment correct.
2: you're just okay so, I'm so we know go that we're to going to go we
1: know that we're going to end up here but you know how we get there doesn't really matter
2: yeah great just point. as long as we end up there course correction absolutely always fixing fine-tuning so if you do want to uh, make sure you stay tuned because we've got to hear
1: a word from our if you, if you do what well, what do you mean you're gonna you're gonna go over to the sponsors but you started something i know so you just end it you have cut everybody out like that Well, I just, you know,
2: it's the way I roll. Well, how about
1: this? Okay. If you've done this ride to nowhere and you've got some stories you want to share with us, please do. Track us down. And uh, let us know what that story is. Again, you can find us on Facebook, The Chuck and Deb Show. You can find us on our website, thechuckanddebshow.com. But now we have to do exactly what the boss says, which is what, Deb?
2: <laughs> we have to hear a word from our sponsors. So stay tuned and we will be right back.
3: Are you a business owner or entrepreneur who needs to generate more leads and sales? Well, then I have a message for you. For decades large sales and marketing organizations have used travel incentives and promotions to generate billions of dollars in sales, but high upfront costs and ongoing expenses made it impossible for the little guys to use this powerful selling advantage, until now. Through our new product called Advertising Booster. We've revolutionized the vacation incentives industry with a subscription-based program that any business can afford. You can now offer all your prospects and clients a complimentary vacation incentive to explode your leads and sales. Our vacation incentives range from 3 night vacations to 5 night beachfront vacations in places like Cancun or Puerto Vallarta and even 7 night vacations in Thailand. Think it sounds too good to be true? Well it definitely isn't. We've already given away over 120,000 trips. Here's how we do it. First our hotels and resorts are rarely full, but they're always open and still have the fixed costs and always have unused rooms available since we also own the fastest growing online travel company in the world, with over 200 million dollars in sales they partner with us to help them fill up their otherwise empty rooms. They end up turning into additional revenue from other parts of the property like their in-house restaurants, the bar, the casino, room service, the spa, or even an extra day stay. Advertising booster will allow you to separate yourself from the competition and drive ad costs down, turning losing advertising campaigns into home run winners. It will also allow you to generate tons of referrals video testimonials from your clients, which will create a virtual viral effect in your business and you will see much higher customer satisfaction, and more and more repeat business. Our free vacation incentives work for virtually any type of business to dramatically increase leads and sales. You can use this tool for any business. Advertising Booster makes it so easy to award free vacations to your prospects and clients. For your customer there are no timeshare presentations to attend their only obligation is the resort taxes of up to 19 dollars and 70 cents per night and they get a vacation valued at between 585 dollars to 1500 dollars depending on the destination we want to give you a way to improve every area of your business when you become a member you'll have instant access to tens of thousands of dollars worth of pre-built video ads for almost every industry you can imagine but if you join and we don't have a video for your industry we'll build it for you absolutely free Advertising Booster works for just about anybody in any industry from e-commerce, informational products, professional services, retail, network marketing, business to business and much more. You can either double or triple what you've been spending on your ads, for less than a cup of coffee per day you can double or triple your sales without increasing your ad budget. There's no other upfront fees or contracts to sign, try Advertising Boost free for 14 days. So what are you waiting for? You have nothing to lose. Start increasing your sales today before your competition beats you to the punch. Go to www.advertisingbooster.com to get the lead on your competition.
1: Hi, I'm Chuck. And Deb. And, and welcome, welcome back. back to the Chuck and Deb Show. All right. So, can you believe it? Today is May 1st. I can't believe it. It's crazy. May 1st. So we've got a lot of things coming up in the month of May, uh-huh. and it's going to be a lot of fun. But I, you know, what do we have in May? It's also Cinco de Mayo yes. is coming up in May. So basically, you know, that's just uh, a reason to party. I think margaritas. <laughs> just a reason to have some margaritas. <laughs> so that's coming up real quick. So uh, we're looking forward to a great month in May, and we hope that you have a great month in May as well. You just want to stay tuned to the Chuck and Deb Show. What is that? It's the Chuck yeah, and say Deb it Show. One more time, will you please? Well, sometimes you know. Okay.
2: Well, one thing I want to make sure that we talk about coming up, and it's just before Cinco de Mayo, it's actually on Saturday, May 4th, and it's the honorary day of this event is the first Saturday of the month of May, and it is called the international female ride day and i found that pretty fascinating because I, I was curious all i kept hearing were all these female ride day events going on in our local area and so i just wanted to learn a little bit more about how it got started what it was really all about and it was started by a, the founder is vicki gray and she, her concept was was females just need to ride and so it was she actually did her inaugural uh International Female Ride Day um, in 2007, the interesting thing I found was that back then she had it actually as the first Friday. And as you think about, you know, most women now that are working women, you know, Friday, you've got to take the day off in order to be able to do this ride. So in 2014, she actually switched it from Friday's ride to a Saturday ride. And so Um, there's some photos actually she did a photo contest in 2018 Um, she's actually the founder of uh, Motress is a, a magazine that she has as well as a website so she actually did a photo contest in 2018 and with 17,000 photos coming into her website, it totally crashed her website. Oh, wow. Unexpected response. And oh, so, well, that's great. You know, that was fantastic. Well, oh, that's because there's a
1: lot of lady writers out there these days.
2: There is. And, you know, what if her a lot of her philosophy was all about that it wasn't specific to any country group or organization, that it was all about females being writers, and that's it, and just, just writing.
1: Well, that's what brings us together, right? Just that one group, that one common thing called a motorcycle is what unites people.
2: Absolutely. So a couple of things that I found in our local area for those that may be listening and want to participate on Saturday, May 4th is born to ride has a woman's world, second annual international female ride day. They've partnered with Fran Hosh and Burt's Barracuda out of St. Pete. They're going to do a pretty cool ride leaving um, the Burt's Barracuda on 54th Avenue North in St. Petersburg, heading down the skyway to Peggy's Corral Guess what? Peggy's a female and a rider. (laughs) And then heading from Peggy's Corral back up to Quaker State where they're going to have a whole bunch of really fun stuff
1: going on. Now is that, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but is that the steel stilettos or stilettos of steel? Yes. I don't know what they're, what are they called?
2: Um. Probably. But is that who they're doing that with? They're doing that with, with. Yes, that's right. But and, it was and we, kind of. We
1: apologize for not getting it right, ladies. We don't. <laughs> we don't have those notes in front of us. I'm just going right off the top of my head. But I. I like the name though. The yeah, stilettos. stiletto.
2: Stilettos in steel probably is what it is. And steel, so. So. That's the hot chicks riding really cool bikes, you know. So um, the other event I found in our local area, if you're interested in attending, is Wide Open Radio. The host of that particular show, Courtney Lambert, is partnered up with Corey Souza Originals out of the Sarasota area, and they've got an event. So if you're interested, I didn't find a whole lot of details other than... It's going to be an event that's starting at different locations throughout the state of Florida, which what I thought was pretty interesting. And then everyone's going to be meeting up at one location. But again, as I started to dig into that a little bit more, not every location had a destination for their beginning point. So um, just keep your eyes open if you're in any of those markets. I know they had Orlando, Tampa, probably Fort Lauderdale. So, you know, several parts of the state have a a starting point and kind of connecting with all those lady and female writers. And and that
1: last one that you mentioned, that's another uh, Courtney Lambert is that right courtney lambert yep Yep. she's She's the host of wide
2: open radio yep
1: Yep. wide open radio yep Yep. and
2: Corey souza is uh one of our local custom bike builders uh, bike builders yep in the area so Corey's partnered up with her in order to make that happen so i know that his destination in sarasota i think what's the date on that do you know what that is i mean i'm just curious saturday may 4th as well so it's all happening this saturday right
1: so this saturday a couple days
2: away uh, I'm not sure which one I'm going to ride. I, I mentioned to you earlier, no matter what, because I'm a female rider, I got to ride. So it's just a matter of getting on a world, motorcycle. I've got to be there. Yeah. I mean, there's
1: a lot of stories out there you can gather, a lot of neat people you can meet. So, so I true. mean, am I allowed to go?
2: I'm sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Sure. Come on, Do baby. I have to
1: wear stilettos? No.
2: And you don't have to wear anything that makes you look female either, well, please. We'll find out. Yeah. I don't
1: know. Maybe it's just a ladies' ride and that's the way it needs to be. Yeah,
2: I don't know. So. I, I don't know. So I definitely have a few, few female riders that I could reach out to and figure out what they're going to do. and. And maybe connect. So I'd love to go. Maybe uh, what I would really like to do is head to uh, the Burt's Barracuda event and check that out myself. So I like that.
1: Sounds like a plan. We'll maybe. See. Yeah. Maybe we'll you see. just for for once you don't have a plan.
2: That's correct. How
1: are you feeling about that? Getting a little bit nervous?
2: Yes, and scared. S- ah! Come on,
1: y'all! Oh, Jeez, come on! You got to be really dramatic on the radio like of that. Of
2: course, because I am not scared. usually that weird scared. Oh yeah. Oh, Chuck, I'm so scared.
1: You're really freaking people out on the radio, so please don't do that.
2: (laughs) No, I do. You're absolutely, I'm usually a mega planner, so um, for me to not have a plan quite right at the moment is okay, but we've got a lot of things going on at the moment, so I'm trying to just stay focused on one thing at a time.
1: Are you able to do that, being an Aries and all?
2: No, but I work really hard at it every day.
1: (laughs) You know, you like to fool yourself and believe you do.
2: I know it's just not the way I'm wired. So I've got to have a lot of activity going on in order to feel kind of normal. Like
1: way too much activity going on.
2: We're going to get some downtime here soon, though, baby. So I'm working up to that, like, relaxing time. No, you chillaxing know, there you go. I was time. waiting for your yeah, word. Yeah, my specialty word is chillaxing. So chilling out and relaxing all in one.
1: So, you know, I think it's interesting that you're talking about lady writers because I think if I remember correctly, and it's not something I, you know, research often, but I think if I remember correctly, it's women writers are like 26% now of the writers. Hmm. That's
2: pretty good memory so because I don't know that I would I, know that. I think that that's number. right. You
1: might have to go out and check it out. So you guys, listeners, check that out for me. Absolutely. I believe it's uh, right around 25, 26% of the riders now are females.
2: And I know that that's a really big um, push in the motorcycling community as far as ladies go, is to really get our numbers out there to really become a more active participant in that sport because it's oftentimes, you know, always, you know, I guess from an outside perspective looking in, you know, guys ride bikes, guys ride cool motorcycles. But you know, if you're not a female rider, you may not really think about becoming a rider. Unless you're a, you know, I don't know how if it you're, all oh, works. You're sort of confusing
1: me. If you're not a female rider, you're not really thinking about, hold on. Becoming mean, a rider? You mean if you're not, a, if you're female and not a rider? rider
2: correct. Yes. So, so you may not. I
1: mean, let's talk about that. Because there might be somebody out there listening. Have you ever thought about, riding a bike ladies or guys but maybe in this particular segment this is about ladies so let's talk to the ladies absolutely ladies have you thought about riding a bike most of you are probably saying no no you're probably worried about you know the risk that are involved and there's no doubt there's a risk there um but maybe there's a few of you that say you know what hell Hell yeah yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) just bring it right just bring it
1: Yes. And so that's great. And and maybe there's some of you that are sort of right in the middle and like, well, I do, but I do have all those worries and concerns. And I was actually listening to this audiobook of this lady. It's interesting. Um, and uh, she had those concerns and she was, uh, it was very interesting how she went through it in her own mind. But she had to go through these same kind of concerns and worries and thinking, what am I doing? You know, at my age, this and that. But you know what? What are you going to do? You, you, like she did, she just went out on a limb. She took the class. And she went on a trip for the very first time. I wish I had the name of the the book. Yeah, I don't have it in front of I me. Now I remember what you're but talking anyway, about. Yeah, you, you haven't listened to the book yet, but uh, and I'm of sort it. of in in it a little bit. Um, but I just get those things just to listen to other people and to find out again their stories because behind everybody's story there is some inspiration. Absolutely. And she was an right. inspiration. She was her very own inspiration that she pushed through a lot of barriers in order to do this. Hmm. And it was because, I guess, her life was sort of nonchalant. She really just didn't have a lot going on. Her husband had passed away maybe a year or so ago. And it, life just wasn't happening for her anymore. Okay. So guess what happened?
2: She made it happen. Motorcycles
1: came into her life. <laughs> you, you don't live till you have one. <laughs>
2: That's right. Boy, life is not life until you ride a motorcycle. You're so right. So, you know, a couple of, I want to give a shout out to a couple of ladies. We will be bringing their stories to you a little bit later. But ladies that we met this past weekend, uh, Susan Hurst with Crazy Biker
1: Cats, LLC. Oh, man, we could talk all day about Susan probably. I mean, even though we only met her for just a short period of time, she was a lovely lady. Just absolutely absolutely fantastic. Yes. And am I going to steal your thunder? Because I could go on because she was just, she was incredible. She's great. I mean, she had this huge, huge um, setup there. And she took care of it all by herself. She's I an mean, amazing lady. she has leather jackets, all these different things there that yes. she was selling out there at the vendors. And it was, I mean, how many canopies did she have? She had like four canopies or something. Yeah, anyway, two, and she even doubles. came over to help us at some, one point in time. <laughs> and she was just a very, very lovely, sweet lady. It was an absolute pleasure to meet her. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, Deb. that's okay. But I, go, you know, I, I, I don't want to give the story away because she was quite, quite an inspiration. You know? She
2: was absolutely very inspiring And it goes to back me. to the
1: lady thing that you're talking about. Right. Because she was, as she ended to us, what, Deb? I know I'm still in your thunder. She's a biker. But you're just too slow about it. Well, That's not okay. just that she was a biker. She wrote the first book about, about women writing yes. and we are going to have her on the show we so that's who we're one of, one, of, one of the people we're having for we're looking forward to having Susan come on and uh, that's really exciting I, I yeah. don't, I'm probably more excited than you no, about I don't it. know
2: about that I'm just holding myself down because oh, like, right? I get well, too don't excited. hold
1: yourself back this is radio live radio what I'm, do you want to hold yourself back for
2: well because you've got so much excitement and we can't well, both be crazy right, excited right. but okay. tr- well yeah
1: we can okay
2: all right so I'm excited too <laughs> yeah Susan is absolutely <laughs> Not... an amazing lady and I cannot wait to get her on and share all have her share all of her stories with all of she, you listeners so she has stories and big like, stories a it. lot of stuff so, that she's written she books could go and on and on about yeah looking forward to talking to her she'll be wonderful um and another gal we actually met up at the um event this weekend that's also a female writer is crystal and again you know you just start to talk to people and start to meet and then you know through the questioning process find out whether or not she's a rider and guess what she said yes I'm a, I'm a female rider and she didn't have a motorcycle at the moment but she's got something in her sights for the future but she's got a long history of riding several years being in the industry for motorcycling and just had a recent career change so again we all have a story which i think is just so fascinating uh, that we can share with others and inspire
1: more and that's so. what we want to bring to you and, and um We're going to do a better job at doing that it's just that it takes timing and planning (laughs) and so we're working on that we're not forgetting about you while you're here and while you're listening to the chuck and deb show but i think we're we've got to get like moving right along here don't we got to i mean but even though like we could stay here for a while and probably talk about this subject alone we could maybe we'll come talk about when we come back let's see we got to do what
2: yep we've got to go hear a word from our sponsor. so stay tuned and we'll be
4: right back attention business owners and entrepreneurs Are you frustrated and confused about how to get the internet to work for your business are you sick and tired of struggling and watching your competition profit and grow online do you want to get your business online and you just don't know where to start are you afraid it might be too expensive well if the answer is yes then listen real close to what i'm about to say marketing online is no longer an option it's a must if your business is going to survive and thrive Did you know that 97% of consumers search online for products, and services? Today your business needs to be on the internet, and in places like Google, Facebook, YouTube and LinkedIn. On Cyber Monday 7.9 billion in online revenue was generated in 2018. 54% of visitors came from mobile devices, while around 30% purchased on their mobile device. It's now statistically much more likely that customers will be interacting with your website from a smartphone or tablet rather than a desktop. Is your website mobile-friendly? It needs to be. Now for a limited time, and for listeners of The Chuck & Deb Show, we will design a website for you absolutely free. Here at Local e Solutions, we know how to get your business online and help you start generating leads and sales. We have simple affordable solutions that will quickly grow your business online. Getting your business online has never been easier or as affordable because we make it simple. Give us a call and we'll take care of the rest. Call Local eBiz Solutions at 941-870-3614 or visit us online at www.localebizsolutions.com. Again, call Local Ebiz Solutions at 941-870-3614 or visit us online at www.localebizsolutions.com. Ask about our free website design and mention the Chuck and Deb show.
1: Hi and welcome back to the Chuck and Deb Show. I'm Chuck and Deb, and we are gonna just take, uh, just go right back where we left off there before we went to our sponsors. Uh, one of, the, we wanted to mention a few people uh, before we move into the next segment. And who, who, what do you have here? We have Jr. We wanted to talk about well,
2: before we go okay, there. Right. Okay, so I just want to again wrap up the last segment. Any ladies out there that want to learn how to ride or want to move on? Here's a number that you can, you can reach us at the Chuck and Deb Show 941-216-216. Rock, R-O-C-K or 7625. Be sure and reach out to us if you're interested in that and I can give you some directions on getting the Motorcycle Safety Foundation's rider course, basic rider's course for your certification and endorsement. So please just reach out to us. I'd love to be able to help you. As I, I think
1: you're missing just a little bit of a crucial part there.
2: That I'm a rider coach and I can yeah, help them. That yeah, you can help.
1: Not just call me, I'll help you. I mean, you, they can call anybody. They can ha- call the, call the mm-hmm. Harley dealer, of
2: course. Don't say that on the air. Why? Because they got to call us so that I can be helping, hopefully, no, be the No, They their can coach. call the Harley dealer, of that's course. that's true. Of course they can. Their they can call Harley lots dealer. of schools. So, but yes, but I am they, a rider coach and I would love to be your coach. I would love to help get you to where you want to be. That's where I get my passion from and excitement from is being out on that range. I, and I think helping one of the classes.
1: things that, that um, and Deb, I know, sorry about this, Deb. One of the things that you ladies can do, or even guys, if you want to take the uh, writer's courses, give Deb a call ahead of time. Yes. And let her give you maybe some tips to help prepare you for the for what's to come. She's not going to give you the answers or anything like that, but she can maybe give you some tips on what you Lots need to know before you stuff. before yep. you get there. Absolutely, uh, maybe that might might be real helpful to you in passing the writer's course.
2: Right, and you know we talked a little bit about about this before. Is that the mindset? And so certainly, I'd love to chat with you. I'd love to share. Things that can help you succeed. And that's all that my goal is as a rider coach is to help you succeed in whatever endeavor you choose.
1: In order for you to experience true freedom.
2: The ride of a lifetime. So, yes, as we were heading in that direction, yes, J.R. was one. He actually has... (laughs) You're going to love this. stock
1: bikes sock
2: is the name of his company so anything outside the norm and he we saw some photos of the work he does oh, oh man and his bike so was beautiful so crazy amazing
1: very nice very nice gentleman and yeah. we're going to look forward to interviewing yeah, him we down will, the road as well so
2: we will bring all the details of jr and his story oh, yeah. and his past to you but he he parked his um, road Clyde next to our tent and I, we were both just like oh my god i saw it before gosh. but i was like beautiful. It's a beautiful bike.
1: Got a lot of, lot of upgrades and a lot of good work to it. So a lot I of beautiful, beautiful things done, too. It's unlike so. any other one I've seen out there.
2: So. Yes. And if you haven't checked out our Facebook page yet, you need to make sure you go out there and check it out. We actually had a chance to interview Carrie with Chase Rescue Sanctuary. And Carrie had this little bitty tiny lemur. A lemur. And we so were. Cool. N- he was so cool. It was the cute. coolest deal, man. His name is Taz.
1: And- <laughs> <laughs> it was Taz.
2: And uh, Taz was, he was hugging on to his stuffed monkey um and so she you know that's how she held him was on this little stuffed monkey but as chuck started to talk to taz he perked up in his ears and he you know turned his head certain ways and actually reached out and gave kind of a G- high gave five his hand and
1: like give a real like he did a stretch with his hand wide open and i called it a high five and yeah. it was really cool and i could see why everybody hey if you got a lemur out there or, or people have thought about owning a lemur because they are so cute cute oh gosh they are just adorable i mean i I'm not kidding you. I would like to have one, but what we found out is they are not Not good good pets for a number of different reasons. So if you're considering getting a lemur, you might want to do a little bit of research first and maybe even call the Chase uh, Sanctuary. Rescue Sanctuary. Rescue yep. Sanctuary and get some details first before you do that because you got to take the the best interest of the animal in mind, and they are beautiful. They're so beautiful, cute. Beautiful, <laughs> cute animals, but they've got to be in the right environment. Absolutely. And right. they were from, uh, Ma- Ma- what was it, uh,
2: um, um, oh, I can't Madagascar. Say Madagascar. Yeah, I knew it would come to me. But Heck, I don't actually, know where that is.
1: But maybe I'll <laughs> ride there one day.
2: The sanctuary is actually located in Webster, and so the the cool thing about Webster is is that's where the um, weekend
1: motorcycle. Oh, the, the, flea, the market flea market happens. is that once a so, month or once yep. every. yeah. Okay. So look, look, that's a good place to go before you think about getting a lemur. Go visit them. You you yes. could maybe adopt. Maybe the, I don't know this, but if hey Chase, if you guys are listening, maybe you can adopt a lemur. Well... You know, yes, from a distance. Right. I don't know. That's Maybe true, they yeah. have some type of program where you know, hey, you know, I don't want to really have one it. I'll like a adopt a lemur. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's I don't a know. Cool idea. But they are just so cool. Oh, They're really neat so animals. Cute. And you do have to check out the video if you get a chance. It's also up on YouTube. You can find us on YouTube at Chuck in Deb Show. Of course, um, you can find us that way as well. I'll try to make sure if I can't get it up on our website because I do love that video. It was just oh. such, so neat to see that little guy just stretch up and his hand wide open. And it was like he was giving he the Chuck and yes, Deb show a high five. five. Yeah, so every that was time really Chuck, great.
2: Chuck talked to him, he, he just like perked up. I loved yeah. it. it. Oh, yeah. So that cool. I could
1: have taken the little guy home easily. Yes, easily, I see. Easily, but it. Uh, he wouldn't have been happy in the end. So, yeah. And that's all that we care about. It might have made me feel good, but if the little guy wasn't happy in the end, that's not so good. So right. uh, that was a great experience. They're a nonprofit organization. Go ahead and give their information out again, Deb, because I felt it's really important. You've got people out there helping these animals, which I never knew really they had existed. problems problems or you know we're at risk because people get them because they you know i mean people get dogs and sometimes they don't even take care of the dogs okay correct but now you've got these lemurs that are they don't don't they're not even from this country and they don't even so, know how to care for themselves and, and they can't take care so this is a great little organization and i give it to her uh what was her name again? Carrie. Carrie for coming out to the, to the actually the Harley dealer she to did. be able to introduce people to this because, hey, what a great way. I mean, that that took some initiative to do right. and it worked really well. And I thought it was just really great. I mean, yeah, it was cool. I can't say enough. I'm sorry. I love that little guy. He was Dad. the cutest
2: ever. And, and we, I didn't is... want to name him
1: Hollywood, which is, <laughs> <laughs> and I got that from yeah. a friend of mine, which named our daughter that just because, you know, he's sort of like a, a, a movie star in a way. so Yeah,
2: he was. He was the cutest thing. He yeah. so cute. I just can't stop talking. About him, So, if you want to check it out, chasesanctuary.org or their phone number is 352-988-8014. That's the Chase Rescue Sanctuary. So, kind of switching gears, moving into second gear. We're going to the
1: second gear. We should probably be in third gear by now. Okay, well, let's
2: go to third gear. We're in third gear. Uh, We're We're cruising along on some of those back roads. And one thing I think that's kind of interesting in the motorcycling community are the superstitions that... Kind of run through oh. this groove. Oh, really? Oh, I <laughs> yeah. didn't know.
1: I didn't know you're going here. Well, let's think about this a minute, uh, or talk about this for a moment before okay. you move on to your thing, because I like to, like, you know, do, do my yeah, thing. Yeah,
2: you got like, to turn me the other direction. Yeah,
1: but you know, this is real easy for you. Do I have any superstitions? You mm-hmm. on the motorcycle? Mm-hmm wow
2: that's a hard question what Chuck. are you kidding me
1: you really don't know this
2: i don't know how, how i've been married to me 20 know, years and how long years. we've been riding i know long enough that i probably know this but it's just not coming to me right now
1: <laughs> oh why because you're live on the radio it's probably live get you freaked
2: out i don't know what oh, tell us on. share with everybody
1: come on dev all right what about when we get gas well, look, she's pausing. I, I can't know. believe she doesn't know this. You've got
2: to get gas first.
1: It doesn't matter whether it's first or not. No, I don't always have to get gas first. As I never have to get gas first, so okay. that's not part of the superstition. This is
2: crazy. We have, we you have don't to be know. On the left you know what? We have to be on you know the left what? side. Of no, the no, it has no. nothing
1: to do with the left side of the tank.
2: No, you know, the, I, I you cannot be believe you're not getting. You know what? Pump. You're
1: you're just not in the zone right Maybe. now, Deb.
2: Okay, bring me to the zone. No, no,
1: because as soon as I say it, you're gonna. I, know, you're gonna I, knew you know, I need that. <laughs>
0: That's what you're that. gonna be.
1: That's why you've got to think right now, Deb. Everybody out there, get Deb to think.
2: Think just a little bit. Think just you know, a little she's bit. She's
1: behaving. She's being this drama and everything instead of thinking. It's really easy. Come on, you see me pump the gas all the time. I'm going to give you that hint. Oh, I What know. do I pump the gas to? 25.
2: No. <laughs> 52? Oh, well, maybe. Maybe.
1: My ending number on the gas has to end at a certain number. It does. So now, really, was but it that difficult? No,
2: because I don't know that that's your motorcycle superstition. It I is a no superstition. No, 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 it's no. Your, it's
1: your pumping gas superstition. Especially on a bike. If it okay. goes in the car, I'm not so concerned about it. Oh, on my bike. I
2: didn't realize that. I okay. am concerned. Okay.
1: But just because I'm a numbers guy. So yeah, it could right. correlate. But on my motorcycle, It's nope. more
2: critically nope. important. Nope. It's going to be
1: five, two. two. Okay. Okay. Five or two. Two or five. Five or two. 55, 25, 22. See, I thought that was just a you can get it, pump. Sometimes I'll even it if it's an even number, not an odd number. Oh. So it depends on how full the tank is and okay. where I'm at. But I do try to get to certain numbers. And that is a superstition of mine. Okay. My other superstition is wearing my gear. We yes. left one day on a bike, and if I don't have my rings, yes. and sometimes you, you know just get on the bike, you just go, you don't put all your garb on. Right. And if I don't have my bracelets... You're undressed. I No, it don't feel right. Right. So I feel like I've got to have them, and there's a certain order my then rings have to on. go in. Oh, okay. Okay. And so the superstitions for me have changed over the years a little bit yeah. i used to have to wear my vest and my vest you know one of the things about vest for me and i know i'm taking you all over the place Not vest that's for great. me is a tool for motorcyclists. yeah i agree you got to look like a vest uh you know they get hot sure especially yeah, in in, especially in florida there but they're they carry things they're the things that they're, they're there for for a purpose They're for there for you to use and because of the type of bikes we ride a lot of times vests come in handy because we don't have areas to place things in so we use our vest for a number of different things anyway correct so no, i'm
2: glad you brought best up we're gonna we're gonna actually stay there for a second because um when i was passing when i was sitting a, as a back passenger not necessarily a rider a back so,
1: passenger you mean, well, a, yeah, you, I, mean you, I was a passenger you mean not the a b, rider. you mean you're riding b Yes. Okay. And well, we can you were say riding that beach.
2: word, but I'm not. So, but I, you're not now, but a you passenger, were. Passenger, a No, you're, yeah. I'm not saying you are. <laughs> no,
1: that's just what they call it, right? I know. That's what they that's call what it. bikers call it. You know, you're,
2: you're riding bitch. You can say blear. that. So,
1: oh, the, we the, can say they say that. that on the radio. Yes. As long as we don't say the other one.
2: Yes, that one big one. Okay,
1: and we don't mean it as in a bad way. Right.
2: So. It's just a term that's used for the person that's on the back. And so yeah. when I was there a lot back back in the day my
1: back back in the day anyway so
2: anyway i would listen to my music on an ipod and one of the things was that that vest offered do
1: we get paid for saying ipod no but anyway i'm just kidding just this
2: (laughs) musical mp3 playing i'm only doing
1: it to interrupt deb because she's really trying to get into it
2: so what was (laughs) fun
1: there you go she's getting
2: in claremont i actually saw someone pull out some stuff That she was getting, as she had gotten off of the motorcycle and she pulled out this little iPod. That made me think about my vest, is because I always loved my outside pocket of the vest to kind of, like you said, hold, and it's that equipment thing. So. So what? Oh, you're just
1: gonna stop. You know what she does, guys? Here's what she does: she stops talking and stares right at me like, "What am I supposed to do?" You're the one that stopped talking. I mean, come on.
2: (laughs) So, but you were—I mean, being a tool for a rider was absolutely correct. There's lots of places to put different things, and as we, a lot of different uh, uses that you can find out. Absolutely, so it is a great tool, and although we don't ride with them nearly as much as we used to,
1: now listen. We've gone over the segment far of the segment I threw you away of course. did that's you want to okay. finish before we go to our sponsors? No
2: that's okay. We can leave them in third gear as we
0: but we're not leaving third gear. No we're, we're not
2: we're, we're kicking it up to highway speed let's go. so stay tuned.
0: Tony and Guy hairdressing Academy where hairdressing is our passion. Your spotlight experience begins with a hands-on learn by doing approach. a true salon experience we create entrepreneurial hairdressers with endless opportunities financial aid available for those who qualify got a creative flair a passion for people a desire to be a leader in the fashion industry then call our Tony and Guy hairdressing academy in Colorado Springs Colorado at 719-390-9898 again that number is 719-390-9898 or visit www.coloradosprings.tonaguy.edu To learn more about our school in Kerdalen, Idaho, call 208-930-1276. Again, that number is 208-930-1276 or visit www.kerdaleen.tonerguy.edu. You know a career in beauty is right for you. Now choose the cosmetology school that puts the spotlight on you. Attend the Tony and Guy Hairdressing Academy.
2: Hi, I am Dab. And Chuck. And welcome back.
0: To the Chuck and Deb show. And I didn't say
1: I'm Chuck, but should we start over? Ready?
2: Hi, I'm Deb. And I'm Chuck. And welcome back back to to the Chuck Chuck and Deb Deb show, show, everybody.
1: We appreciate you being here.
2: (laughs) So kind of back to the superstition. So we figured out a couple of your superstitions. I don't know that I have any when it comes to
1: motorcycling. Okay, you can go. I'll finish talking to everybody. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Really? There is none, huh, Deb?
2: I don't know. I'm trying to think if I have any. Do I have any that you
1: know of? You always have to put stuff on your face. You got to wear certain things. Certain You got to always wear, you got to always be prepared. That's the superstition, you ask me.
2: Well, and I, and I do put like my helmet and everything on in certain order too. So there's a, you know, just like a baseball well, but, batter. And, but is
1: that just normal? I mean, there's only one way to put certain things on. It has to be well, in a certain no, it order. It has to
2: be in order. It's like my sunglasses well, have you to can't be put on the, and the uh, earbuds have to well, be Well, that's in, just everybody's it, normal. A procedure. I know, but I, it has to be in the order that it's in or it's not right. So it just doesn't feel right. It's like the earbuds don't fit right if I put them in before my sunglasses. Okay. It's just weird.
1: So you, maybe I... So if your earbuds... Say about the earbuds. So I put my
2: sunglasses on first before my earbuds. That's the normal order of things. But if I put my earbuds in before well, to test my maybe, phone and all that well, stuff before my sunglasses... Well, maybe that's because the earbuds
1: would get in the way with your glasses.
2: I know, but I've sometimes tried it the other way and it doesn't work. So I've got... You I know, we need we need audience order. help. Maybe. They need to let us know what their think, little the superstitions to are. The speak up. I mean, yes. what's going on? Let us know what's happening. We need to know you're out there. Hello. Hello. Yes. Anybody out there? <laughs> Who's
1: that? Anybody out there?
2: Who sings that?
1: Pink, Pink Floyd. <laughs> anybody out there?
2: And sings better than you. So. All right. So, so back to superstitions, one that I found. And what's what's interesting about this is we had heard about it years ago, and I just never I never really put two and two together to figure it all out. But this was one that I thought was pretty interesting. That You maybe know, I've it, got
1: something that came up. Yeah? The other day I was walking down the street. Most...
2: <laughs> we're talking about the superstition. What? So <laughs> stop. What? stop. Stop. Stop what? <laughs> They're interrupting me now. Yes, ma'am. Okay, so this one was intriguing to me because, like I said, we'd heard it before, um, and it's about green motorcycles being bad luck.
1: Well, I don't have any problem with green motorcycles. I know,
2: and we've had friends that have had some really beautiful green motorcycles, but here's kind of where it goes back to. It actually goes back to World War II. And messengers and um, the scouts rode army motorcycles. World War
1: messengers. Okay, yep, All right, I'm following yep. you. All right. And scouts. Yep. Which yep, were yep. painted
2: green. And so they were often targets for the snipers and the sniper shooters. That was shooters. a different color
1: green. Now, when you say green, I'm it, thinking frog green, I'm bright just, green. We're just saying green. The color green. Who do we know that had a green motorcycle?
2: Um, Tom yeah. Cruise. <laughs>
1: tom you out there
2: patrick patrick has a. otherwise known
1: as tom Tom cruise
2: Cruise. so there's lots of stories we'll definitely have to talk to patrick he's a hoot so um patrick's a good one for sure he is a great write that down on our
1: list hurry up yeah so anyway um, so let's go on to the next thing
2: (laughs) so and what i found interesting about those particular motorcycles from World War two is that after the world war they would sell them to consumers and you know oftentimes because they were ridden in the war they weren't really in the best repair and so I think that you know maybe being not the best functioning vehicle caused them to be some of that notoriety of not the best motorcycle is kind of the concepts of I things because I, I bet about. they
1: made those motor- I bet they made those motorcycles pretty good. So is this something you're just trying to connect the dots to? No, or I mean, is that was, something that you read that, I was doing
2: some reading on it that, and that, that was one thing that they said is they you know, after the war when they sold them to the general public, they may not have been in the best mechanical listen, shape because I, I, they were ridden I, look, in the war.
1: So hold on, I'm a little bit upset here. No, but, don't No, be. no, we've gotta be. I have gotta put you on the spot here. Oh shoot. What if there's what if our what if there's listeners out there, some of our listeners that now have a green motorcycle?
2: love the green motorcycle it's just a superstition and it's for whoever chooses it to be you know, just no, like I'm you just pumping saying, the gas. I'm just saying, Deb. But look at, the, the funny thing was is look at Kawasaki. Kawasaki makes green motorcycles all of day course long. Of they do. So and they sold them, too. So it's a superstition, that's right, and people ride them all the time. How would you so, know
1: that Kawasaki's are green all day long? I
2: saw them. I you saw them? Yeah, you I saw, saw them? Yeah, I saw pictures. Yeah, I saw you all of them. You saw pictures. Stop, I saw pictures, of course, of course I actually they are. like the
1: Kawasaki green. I know, it's bright. For a dirt bike.
2: Right, it's bright, it's fluorescent, it can be seen. There are all those right reasons I love it, too.
1: So okay, so everybody's cool then. Yeah,
2: everybody's cool. Absolutely. Is that the
1: only thing you had about superstition? I did, we had to go through this all about a no, green motorcycle. No,
2: because I also what what really stopped me in my tracks. It stopped is, you in your tracks. <clears throat> yes. How
1: did it? where you like had one foot up? I was I mean, in fourth what, gear, what, which is where we are now. No, you can't bog be in gear. Down. You're in tracks. You're in your tracks. You're not um, in gear. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So you're not going to describe it to us how it stopped you in your tracks? It did
2: because you'll find out in a second if you let me finish.
1: I will let you finish.
2: Is one superstition I saw is that it's not it's gremlins can ride on your motorcycle if your rear pegs are down. What's a gremlin? Well, they're like little road warriors, German. you know, they, <laughs> and they can jump on your motorcycle if your rear pegs are down and you don't have a rear passenger. Hmm. And what's interesting is a lot of times I ride with the rear pegs down because if we're riding for any type of distance, a lot of times I'll use the rear pegs to put my legs in a different position. Could, and
1: could I make a suggestion? Don't yeah. ride with your rear pegs down. If you ride with them down, make sure you put them up when you're done. You can still put them, well, well you have to be talented. They're up,
2: they're up usually, and then I, mean, I bring them down. up. There'll be people out there that'll them.
1: disagree with me, but I don't like my rear pegs up because when I back up, if I get off the bike, I, I'm going to hit those rear pegs. They're going to mess with me. You got to have everything has got to be put back in its place.
2: Yeah, you're right.
1: So if you're going to lower the foot pegs down, while you're writing, then put them back up. When you're done. Yes. Okay. Because I agree if, with that. It's, it's, things got to have a place. They got to go back where they're meant to be. I know. In, in my very personal, and you know how humble, humble I am. Humble
2: opinion, yes. Yeah. So here's I'm what so I'm going to say, Chuck. Humble. Bourbon has one peg that likes to come down I all on I thought we fixed that. Own. I thought I fixed that one. Mm, you did, but it's back to being a loosey-goosey again, and it just comes down. So... I need you, man. I need you, baby. I can't
1: get the gremlin off that one. It's stuck inside.
2: I know. He just loves to hang with me.
1: Well, then don't complain about it.
2: Okay. That's just the way it is. Maybe just beg
1: him to keep it up. Keep
2: it up. Keep
1: it up. Keep it up. Oh, no, come on. It's not karaoke time yet. I know. Well, the last one that I thought
2: was interesting because, you know, it just is what it is. But I, um, the one, um... That really I thought was interesting is that the superstition. I don't know. I'm ha- struggling with that. Well, but quick, I'm if, do- faces, if, you. if you don't stop for a rider that's pulled over, mm-hmm. is that that's a bad superstition? Oh, I haven't heard of that. I haven't heard that one either. And you so, know what? It's
1: a good superstition where you believe it or not. It well whatever. because that way you should pull over for that guy. That's help true. Him
2: out. Because you never know if they're just taking a break or if they're you out of gas. You never know where that might be you one day. Or they're down.
1: That's right. And we want to make sure that... And bikers do that bikers anyway. Bikers do that anyway. and so We did that when it was South Carolina. We were coming down. Yeah. South or North Carolina. I think it was one South of those. Carolina. One of the, the Carolinas. South Carolina, They've
2: got bad roads up there. Bad roads and bad side roads. I'm sorry, you South know,
1: Carolina. Bad, get your roads. Get your highways cleaned up.
2: So yeah, I know I lost a the tire
1: there. Anyway, <laughs> oh, and I'm a sorry. whole lot more. We're going all over all the place, all over
2: the place tonight. Good, but it's gracious.
1: superstition. It is. It's, is there a song? Can you sing it to us, Miss Karaoke? since no, you're getting I'm for not. karaoke. You're gonna be she's gonna be do karaoke here real soon.
2: No, I don't know about that. Yeah, I haven't been practicing at all, so Sometimes. that's why. The audience has been my practice. Maybe I'll be okay.
1: I think that might be one you might want to sing as a superstition one, and maybe I'll record it for the audience. For the
2: audience, okay. Hey, yeah. I'm good with that. If I if I'm up there, do you know the song at good? all? No, but I'll look it's it like up when we're done. You're just too young for that, right? No, not at all. Oh. I know the name, but I just uh, off the top of my head right now, I'm not
1: going to sing see, it. For I want to see if I can confuse you on the air. This no. is sort of fun. <laughs> I bet you're <laughs> having
2: a ball over there on live radio, making Deb look crazy and silly. That's
1: easy to do.
2: I know, because it's me, right? Good old blondie.
1: Oh, now everybody knows what's really the truth behind Deb.
2: (laughs) That's okay. That's just one piece. Just one part (laughs) of what makes me me. So uh, that's what I... That was a
1: huge, deep breath, Deb.
2: I know. (laughs) What do you think about that?
1: I'm not sure what to think about it. Wow. Because mine just sounded pretty (laughs) terrible. (laughs) That did. Hey, at least I've got a breath.
2: That's true. As one friend says, we're on the green side of the grass, so that's a good thing. That's right. I'm grateful for that today. So we're
1: just talking about nothing right now. What we are you are. done?
2: Yeah, I'm gonna, we're going to have a Seinfeld show. The Chuck <laughs> and Deb show.
1: <laughs> There's got to be more to it than this, Deb.
2: No, but, you know.
1: No, but. What's a no, but?
2: It's better than a yes, but. How do you know that? Because it's no butt.
1: <laughs> Nobody, you said it was a yes butt. It's better than a yes butt. I don't know what's going on. These people aren't going to appreciate you talking about their butts.
2: It's all about my butt.
1: Everybody's butt? That's not I the know. right place well, to go on.
2: I know. So we just <laughs> get a little silly, have a little fun, get you a little crazy. No, you're a little crazy. Okay, so we're... Um, Just kind of wrap it up. That was
1: my great voice. I think everybody will agree that I can't
2: speak. (laughs) (laughs) Don't quit your day job, buddy.
1: Anybody out there?
2: Oh, here we go. So now who's crazy? (laughs) Are we going to (laughs) have (laughs) to... Don't start.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so there is too much fun on the Chuck Chuck and Deb show set... To really keep going on. Because I'm not sure you guys can handle it. I agree.
2: But it's been a fun show.
1: But. It
2: has been a fun it show. It has been a fun show. And we're. So who getting... said. You
1: You say it's a fun show.
2: I hope they're thinking it's a fun show. Our
1: audience needs. They need to, to tell, us tell us. It's been a right.
2: fun show. So please. Let please. us know. Let eh, us know. Puke. Okay. Dang it. Let us know man. That us it was if a, it's good a good show or not. We
1: want to hear either way. We need some feedback.
2: Tell us, tell us, tell us. <laughs> All right, that anyway, was our biker just having, voice. Yeah,
1: we, we, we got to do something here.
2: Yeah, so with that, we want to say thank, thank you, you for, for tuning
1: in to the Chuck and Deb show.
2: And we will see you again real soon. On the flip
1: side. Are you looking to buy or
2: sell a home in the Bradenton, Sarasota area? Then contact Deb Bell at deblbell.com or 941-713-713. 5035 for your real estate professional at reynolds realty gulf coast again that number is 941-713-5035
0: you've been listening to the chuck and deb show heard each wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m right here on 1490 a.m wwpr We thank you for listening, and we invite you to join us next week.